Welcome to Sweeping the Country one more time, and I'm very pleased to have with me today Mr. Jimmy Carter and another great vault episode. I mean, this guy has done it all, and he's still doing it right now as we speak. Yeah, I didn't know we hadn't done this. I thought he was one of the ones that I would have called up on this when we first started. Oh, he's a big one. Because he's one of my favorites. Yeah, I like him too. You know, but he's not everybody's favorite. I kind of thought everybody likes Stallone. Who doesn't like Sly? Ted doesn't like him. Ted, Ted doesn't Schmitt. like him. Come he doesn't on. like Rocky. Oh, come uh, on. Oh, my God. I think Rocky is one of the great. I, I love that movie. Yeah, I, do I love what it stands for. Yeah. Uh, I like everything about it. I, I mean, mean if yeah, they listen, ran it to the ground. But, yeah, no know. doubt. I mean, if Ted said he didn't like First Blood Part 4, okay, I could go. No, he, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't like, you know, but some people just. I don't know. I, I Well, we're going to talk. That's actually a, a subject that we talk about. Sylvester Stallone. I, I, want, I think a lot of people think they know him, but I think you're going to know him better after all of this. All right, let's go back in years when you were a little bitty boy in elementary school, okay? okay. Remember report cards? Oh, yeah. Coming up? All right, let's go to today and give yourself grades in the following subjects uh, and try to be honest. Conduct, what do you give yourself a grade? Oh, uh, I guess probably about a C-. minus. Okay. Effort. Oh, A. Business management. Um, B. Getting along with others. Uh, I guess about a C. <laughs> Husband and wife relationships. Oh, that's, that's, I'd say it's A plus. Yeah. Okay. Acting. Well, I think, uh, let's see, now you got me an egotistical thing here. I could say one thing and whatever. I think uh, uh, a B. Okay. Remember the comment section when they wrote things yeah. about you? What would you say? I'd say uh, has has uh has work habit problems that he's too ambitious and tends to want to do too many things at one time but once he focuses on something he just may make it probably, <laughs> probably pretty good you seem to have a special effect on children i know my daughter was very upset when you were in nashville that i didn't bring you by the house well, and she's never asked for anyone until this point still uh, what do you think it is about children that they like so much about you? Yeah, that's very peculiar. I never thought that would happen. How old is your daughter? Six, but she was, say, three or four at the time. That, I find that extraordinary. I think that the characters, um, especially Rocky, tends to present like a father figure. Uh, I, I don't think it has anything to do with, like, oh, he is like like, like Michael J. Fox or that kind of it, he or Rob Lowe. It, it's more of a father figure because mm-hmm. he sits there and he, he relates and he's very calm and, and I think, comfortable. Uh, like you much rather have Rocky over your house than say Rambo, mm-hmm. and that's that's the only thing I can relate to it. Is it's just that it's something that it gives him a secure feeling that if the time comes he'll give him a nice pat on the head, but if he has to defend him he'll go down for them. So, that's, but I that's, think you believe that people need heroes, and that has something to do with it. Absolutely, I, I know that when I grew up I needed heroes. I think Kirk Douglas was an extraordinary hero of mine, and 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 even Steve Reeves. You know, I I think that he's one that really got me mm-hmm. into like bodybuilding and there is a lacking of heroes there's no question about it i never set out to say okay i'm coming to hollywood to be quote a hero mm-hmm. uh i never thought rocky would be a hero i mean he started out as a loan shark collector right. it just it's funny how things just mature that's why i love the sequel idea i never would have imagined when i started writing rocky that he would evolve to that point mm-hmm. never i mean it's like they do take on a certain life like we all do it's like, otherwise, imagine just living for one year and we're gone. You look like you enjoyed being a dad in this film. I yeah. mean, I know you're acting, but you did seem to be very comfortable and uh, very warm in the feelings toward the little boy. Yeah. Uh, since I have a kid, I, I, 
I tend to be less authoritative unless I really have to, and, and I really do get mm -hmm. down there and, and, and play around and, and joke with them and become kind of a, a buddy at times until they go too far mm -hmm. and then you become the authoritarian again. So I enjoy it, yes. Criticism. Uh, I've admitted on many occasions that you're one of my favorite actors and I like everything you do, I mean, even the stuff that may not be your best work. I still like it because I like you. Some people, though, seem like any time your name comes up, they love to just give you yeah. a stab. Why is that? They don't even know you. Or don't even, they're, they're not trying to be objective. I think I touch to something you. in them. I think it's very deep-seated, very deep-rooted that I, either I touch a, a feeling that uh, they have a certain inadequacy or a certain, like I represent something in their life that they never could achieve or wanted to achieve or they had trouble with a certain kind of character like in Maybe school. they think you're a bully. Yes, I would say, like the high school bully mm -hmm. that they grew up with. Because most of the writers or whatever are, are you know, erudite. They tended not to be you know, mm -hmm. the guy with the leather coat on. And I, and I think I stand for that in their eyes. So I think it's very subconscious. It, I don't think they're aware of it because when they, I laugh. They don't criticize the film. They're going mm -hmm. for like Sylvester Stallone so. is bad news. I go, whoa. <laughs> are you enjoying your success? I mean, there's a lot of baggage that comes with it, but are you really having a good time? Are you happy? That's a good question. Uh, I thought I would be happier, but uh, I'm as happy as someone who is driven can be, and that means that every day, uh, I say, is this all there is? Is there more to it? Can they I do say more? that most of the fun or, or half the fun is climbing up the oh, hill, not so much getting always, there? Always, always. You know, uh, they, I've wondered about that. You know, climbing the mountain is a lot of fun. Going down, you got to be going backwards, and it's, it's not quite as fun, you know what mm -hmm. I mean, or, or hanging out there. It gets a little windy and cold up there. Mm -hmm. You're right. The climb, the challenge, the unknown, that is what pushes you. Now it's just a matter of can you maintain a certain level of excellence because you're right. Some work is better, some work is not, and the work that fails, a bit of you dies with it. It's like no one says, okay, we're going to go out there and make a $25 million failure. It's just something happened on the way, and it's tragic. I think you're going to be all right. Hey, all right. Thank you. Thank there. you. You know, I, I've really, I guess I am such a fan, but I felt like it was easy for me to talk to him. And I felt like he was glad to have somebody to talk to him for a lot of reasons I, that maybe understood him a little bit yeah. or didn't ask him the same old questions. I think sometimes these stars get tired of answering the same old junk over and over and well, over sure again. sure they do. Yeah, and, sure uh, they do. No doubt. In this particular time, we were there was a movie called The Specialist, and I don't, I think it did okay. I remember James Woods was in it, great actor, and yeah. I don't remember Sharon Stone. I think was in it. Yeah, and uh, we talked about how hunger, even in this interview, we talk about how hunger helps him act. Okay. It's like you said, this is one of your most enjoyable characters, and yes. why is that? Well, first of all, it's, it's something that deals in the action genre, which is something I do enjoy. It's a thinking film, and has intelligence to it, and third of all, it has a great deal of passion. It's erotic, and I get to deal with a woman on a level that I've never quite dealt with before. In movies. In movies, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, Bruce Willis was complaining to me about how horrible these love scenes are. They're so technical, and you know, and people are in there bugging him and stuff like that. And of course, you feel the same way that you hate doing love scenes in movies, right? I like them. I don't have the problem. You're laying down, you're off your feet, you're in the shower, it's warm, and you're there with a beautiful person. What's the problem? Maybe you, know. you need to speak to Bruce about this. Yeah, well, I, you know, uh, one thing is you better like your partner. I mean, that, that's the thing. Maybe he wasn't in with someone. Oh, he liked it. it. He just wanted to complain. Oh, okay. He, he hates everybody, remember? All right, well, that's his, that's that's his, his thing. His uh, have you ever, you know, I was looking at a tape the other day at a Planet Hollywood opening, and there were thousands of people all lined up to see you and screaming and hollering. 
When you were little, or maybe now, is there anything that you would go stand in a crowd of a thousand or two thousand people for and yell at somebody? It's funny you bring that up. I don't think I've ever queued in my life. I just so I'm so impatient. Same thing. I can't sit in the restaurant for more than thirty minutes before I start to spin out of control. I am just hyper that way. So no, you're right. I'm Would you have stood in line and yelled for Steve Reeves? That's a possibility. Uh, that's a possibility because he really did have a major influence. I'd want to see that in person. Yeah. But there was really nothing that I mean. No. So how do you relate to these people that you're you're being very nice? I've watched the tape and you're you know you're acting I guess, but you're you know you're meeting and greeting people. And does it make you a little nervous? Is it weird? It makes me nervous because uh, in the crowd every now and then you see a certain glint in that eye. I saw one the other day. It was just it's like very terrifying. And and it's not usually a big fellow. It's usually an isolated kind of almost nerdy individual. But they're the ones that they have this like nothing to lose expression. But you do catch those, huh? Oh, it's very obvious if you're looking for them. It's never the big muscular guy with you know the, the yeah. fangs. You know <laughs> that doesn't bother you. But when I go into Planet Hollywood, I see all the people. Uh, I, I feel kind of uh, I don't know, not more than humbled. It's like. God, I, why are you here? You know, like I feel obligated. I, I mean, could see that know. in your face. You kind of saying, "This is very uncomfortable for me," but I'm going to greet you because I know yeah, you want to see me. Yeah, because you know, thanks for coming out. I can't believe you did this. And I, so I, I'm, I was the first one to started going up and down the lines because he, I said, "You can't just have people here for six hours and go hi and walk in," and yeah. you're like this bit. So I, I start running up and down the lines, back and forth, and now now everyone's doing it. And I think it, it's necessary because the support for a restaurant is unheard of. Well, they support your films, too. Yes, obviously. very much And so. after they've seen you, they're really going to support your film. Yes. Even more. I think so. Uh, I was reading that you eat 1,100 calories a day. Oh, well, you know, that's, that's not possible is it, to, to run around a lot, is no, it? No, no, no. If I know a scene's coming up, uh, let's say a scene that's going to be not very physical but extremely dramatic, mm -hmm. and I have to be uh, cutting-edge anger. Ferocious. Well, there's nothing that puts one in a bad mood than being hungry. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. And 1,100 calories after three days, there's a certain look in your eye that don't mess with me. There's a gauntness. And then uh, by the, if I know there's a action scene coming up, I'll start eating, like, say, French toast, pancakes, anything that has a great deal of starch, hmm. pasta, whatever, oatmeal. Big oatmeal is one of my main. Then I have a lot of energy. I feel extremely bulky and I, powerful, you might say. Big difference. 1100 calories doesn't make you powerful, but it does give you that horrible kind if of I, veneer. If I went out and took you to McDonald's today and really at gunpoint forced you to eat all kinds of crap, would you like feel bad in a couple hours or you think you'd be all right? If it was Saturday night, I could deal with it. Because I knew, because usually I cut off Saturday and Sunday is a freebie. You know, and there's you eat no all kinds of stuff? Yes. Monday to Friday, it's, I'm, I'm like uh, in the army. But the weekend, because you have to have a, you have to have a release. Otherwise, you would blow up. You'd, you'd go. You would self-emoliate. You'd kill yourself. You have to have some, something to look forward to. I remember Mr. T and I when we were doing uh, um, Rocky Three. We got down to like 2.83 percent body fat, and we looked for the for the weekend. At the end of the weekend, we always had vanilla ice cream. I keep saying, but we start Monday. Is ice cream there? Ice cream there? Ice cream there? Yes. Sorry, these ice. Cream. And we start to salivate. By Friday, we'd run in there, and the guy brought mint green, and Mr. T and I literally took the guy and put him in the freezer. We tried to shove him into a motorhome freezer, which is this big, because you look forward to it so much, I couldn't believe it. And it's a mint, jelly, cocoa, stone, whatever it was. It was horrible. So, but anyway, that's this kind of rhythm or this kind of method that I've adhered to for years. Well, you still look great, son. Thanks a lot. Look forward to seeing Judge Dredd. Sounds fun. Another movie he did that was non-Rocky, non-Rambo, 
and it did well around the world, really well around the world. Did you ever see Cliffhanger? Oh, it was great. I mean, that movie. Where he movie, was a mountain climber boy. Yes, that was something. Yes, it was great. It made me nervous. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time, but just a great there movie. There were crazy scenes in that movie. Yes, there that, were. That he actually did. And, and in this one, you know, we're talking about image and we're talking about, you know, making this movie that is, that really is crazy. But, you know, the image of Sylvester Stallone. Well, you know I love you, but let me tell you something. You had you don't have a look of sense doing some of this stuff that you were doing in this movie. Right. I mean, looking at your picture right there, you had to say, why am I doing this? Yeah, well, this is the truth. I, I, I felt that uh, I had to break some kind of mold. I, I was into a certain pattern. I, I, I was caught in this circular thing. I said, please, I was like, Lord, give me something that's out there, different, that we haven't seen for a long time. And... Believe it or not, it was just next day, it was presented. Mario says, I think I got what you really need. And he said, I said, what is this? It's about mountains. I said, I hate heights. I hate climbing. He goes, trust me, do it. And I went, next day we committed. Well, you've got to be really proud of this. And this movie was very important to you besides. That's why you worked so hard? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, in your life you hit a couple crossroads that really make all the difference. Rocky was one, and this is the second big crossroad. I, I felt as though I was going into a kind of a doldrum. And yeah, this might you might say is a comeback. comeback well, I mean, movie. I never thought you left, but I mean, this certainly is going to get you pumped up. I think it's going to make you feel good because you don't hear a lot of good things about it. And you know, I, I'm just really this is the best action movie I've ever seen. Now that's quite a oh, statement. Thank you. Because I mean, I had to go through all the ones that I really like. I mean, the Diehards and the early Rambo things. And right. said, man, these are all good movies. But this thing is an unusual film. I, I don't know how it read. How could you possibly read a film like this? And make any sense out of it because it really is a roller coaster ride. Exactly, exactly right. Um, what we tried to do is take the simple foundation of nature as being a character, set a panorama that was spectacular, and go back to basics old fashioned, unpreachy, let it go. Bad guys are bad, good guys are good, and, and not try to get the two mixed up. And then Rennie Harlan used modern technology to bring nature to a certain kind of uh, star quality that hadn't been seen before. Were you ever scared? Really? Every day. <laughs> Every day. Honestly, you were scared. Oh, please. I mean, this this is not me. This uh, You'll never see me in this position again, maybe in a shower or somewhere going, turn that thing off. <laughs> but no, no. Uh, I Every day I was so scared. But to me, it's it's kind of a, a good scared. It, it makes you a little bit alert. Your, your, your adrenals are going and there's something happening. But I, I was trusting my entire life every day to these climbers. And when they said go for it, I would go for it. But no, I, I, All right, explain to me, why do these people, and you probably understand them now, the first thing anybody's going to say, normal folks are going to say, these people are insane. Why would you go up and hang upside down off a rock? I mean, what is that? It has to be a buzz, sure. It's a buzz, and I found that every one of these guys are highly individualistic. And in society, they don't get a chance to be their own rulers, their own monarchs. They told me that when they climb, they are their own universe. They are their own god, their own devil, their own time, their own space. They are the, the architects of their destiny. If they make a mistake, it's their fault. And for that few hours or few days, no one can tell them anything. They're, they're at their own mercy. And they're in control of their life. Totally, 100%. Yeah, that's what, it is. That's what they love. Total control. Because you're in a business, I'm in a business that we have no control. No, no, I, I work for the public. My, I have about 200 million employers, if, you know, if I look at it that way. Uh, the studio also works for the public. I mean, you get right down to it, <laughs> so it's just tough. They work for themselves when they're up here. They're like birds. Mm. I, I read a lot of things, you know, about the Hollywood stuff, and it just seems like some folks, I mean, what did you do over your career to make somebody mad? 
I mean, I read some of these things, and they don't know you, I bet. And uh, you've obviously just hit a chord with, now a long time ago we talked about it, and you thought, well, maybe some of these critics are, they're just kind of jealous because you're able physically to do some things. But I think it's beyond that sometimes. I do, are too. Are you politically incorrect? Or, I mean, what are you sometimes? Well, I, I guess I was politically incorrect, but not dealing with actual um, obvious politics. After Rocky, I, I moved very, very quickly. There was some friction on the set of Fist. Myself, Joe Esterhaus, a Jewish. And again, I was considered almost a neophyte in the business. Right away, they say he's getting kind of uppity. My third film out, I wrote, direct, acted, listened, and sung the song. And I think the die was cast from there. It's just too much too soon, and I tended to be a little too outspoken. Mm -hmm. And when I go back and look at some of my interviews, they were a bit brazen. I said, I, I don't particularly like what this man is saying. You had a lot of confidence. You have a lot of confidence. Well, confidence, yeah, but it, it should be tempered with a little bit of uh, consideration. Well, that's called maturity. Too. Exactly right. We all kind of mellow <laughs> out a little bit. What is the downside of being you? Now, you're a Superman. You look like a god out there. I mean, look at this character up there. You, you must look at that guy and say, I can't believe that's even me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we all know the upside. What's the downside? Well, I mean, you know, the truth is that that really isn't me, in a sense. I, I'm basically a thin person. I mean, that... I put on 20 pounds to do this film. I'm not that big right now. So I, I wish I was. So I have something to aspire towards. But the downside of being me is, well, I, I feel as though I, I am kind of like this, this conduit for, for rumors and gossip and this and that. And, and, and also a downside is that I never really know what people's true feelings are to me. I can see, like, for example, the way people respond to me during Cliffhanger now than they, they responded to me, say, during Oscar. There, there is definitely a, uh, my appeal is governed by box office success. That's one thing. So you have to be very obvious. Second of all, um, for my children, for them, it's, it's very difficult because they now have this certain ideal that they have to be weighed against. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of a, a problem. But overall, I consider myself about the luckiest guy in the world. I mean, I, I mean I, for, for anyone to complain my position really is really hypocritical. Well, congratulations on this film. And some of us are not box office fans. We, we love you all the time. When we think of Stallone, I, I think of something I could never be. That's, that's somebody who's in shape and exercise like he does. Hey, let me ask you I something. Mean, Speaking of a stature and size and muscles and all that, is he a tall guy? Because I've heard he's a short no. guy. I mean, he really is small, but he's ripped. Yeah, I mean, he's small. I don't have it right here in front of me, but I yeah. mean, I'm six three, so everybody's small. That's true. You know, that's true to me. Yeah, but, that's true. You know, he's not, but he's uh, proportioned, but he's got a lot of muscles. Oh yeah, and you know, I mean, he's known for his, for all of that, and you know, we've talked about how he aches and pains, you know, in the morning a lot of the time, and 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 some people hate the gym. He likes the gym yeah. anyway. Crazy. Let's continue with Sylvester Stallone. Well, you're back doing stuff that I like. I loved Cliffhanger. What was your final vote on that? It did pretty good. Oh, no, I'm very, very happy. We did about 85 domestic, and we're doing well, well far. And so uh, it did, it, it, it achieved its purpose. It was entertaining, and it got me back to where I should be, maybe. And you were doing this while the publicity was going on for Cliffhanger. So uh, you were probably pretty pretty pooped out during the earlier part of this year. Yeah, pretty much so, pretty much so. But I'll tell you, the, the mere fact that I... Cliffhanger was so important to me that there's a lot of residual energy, if you know what I mean. You just pull it up because I, I felt that the film was solid and I feel the same way about this one, so it's easy to talk about it. If you've got something like Rhinestone or whatever, you go, it's tough to think of words going, 
Duh. I don't know what I'm looking for. I was with Dolly this week, and she didn't mention it. Anyway. No, everyone seems to forget it. Never happened. It never happened. I was there. I know what happened. But it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, this movie is a lot of fun. In fact, it's frighteningly believable. I don't want to think that it could be possible, but it's one of those future stories that I say, I, I bought this. I bought the characters, and sometimes science fiction you don't buy. No, uh, but they, they were very, very uh, cunning in the way they constructed the script, that they walked that line to provide entertainment, but also there's a little bit of insight where you, technology can catch up the way it's progressing, like with the Verisex helmet and the mm -hmm. sex scenes and things like that. Yes, it's very possible. I'm glad they don't have that machine for bad words yet. That, <laughs> Can would, be, you that would be a very, very expensive one. <laughs> what do you do for fun? I mean, I know you play polo, I think, but I mean, what do you do on your day off? I become a golfing fanatic, and that's really it. I, yeah, either I'll paint or I golf, and that, that takes up hours, as you know. And, but golfing has really come to the forefront. I'm fanatical about it. As a matter of fact, I was just down in Orlando taking lessons with a man named David Ledbetter, who is probably the best instructor in the world. He teaches all the pros. I don't know what he's doing with me, but I thought some of it might just happen to rub off. Are you any good? I'm not bad. I mean, it's, it's not a total embarrassment. You're not yelling for and whacking people with no, your great no, no, no. strength we, or something? We, we, we worked through that already. I, I had about six months of that where literally uh, you knew I was playing because everyone was wearing an army helmet. So that's gone by now. Yeah, I think I would, if I saw Rambo on the golf course, I don't know what I'd think about that if I was coming at you the other way. You know what the big problem is? They I think thought Gerald Ford was the problem. You know? <laughs> no, being Rambo, Rocky, whatever, they expect every shot to go 700 yards and the ball to explode in midair. I mean, they're expecting superhuman feet, so that's the problem. That's funny. What are your musical tastes? I don't think I've ever talked to you about that. I, I, I don't even have, I don't, couldn't even guess. I guess you might say that I'm kind of stuck in the 70s in a sense. I, I like that music very much, the Buffalo Springfield and, and uh, contemporary music. I just tend to like soulful, like Michael McDonald grooves. Uh, I mean, some of the heavy metal, like Stone Temple Pilots, I mean, they're very inventive. But I tend to go for things a little bit more uh, diversified and story eyes. The, the, this, the songs have a little bit of a message in there somewhere. Are you a lot of fun to be with when you're making something like Demolition Man? Yeah. I am. I you still say. try to keep. Oh your, yeah. Because you're fun. I, I mean, you're a fun guy. And I didn't know if when you get in these things and you're getting beat up and you're really having to pump up and uh, and really get into this, if you were a lot of fun to be around. Yes, uh, I think so. Because I, I wasn't always during Rambo. I would I would go into some very black moods. I don't know if the character permeated my normal sense of humor, or whatever. But in Demolition Man, I'm just feeling good. And after Cliffhanger, I try to keep it light and lively and uh, keep the crew just not thinking about the terrible hours they have to work. So I, I would say I try to keep it going. Yeah, these shoots are not easy, are they? Oh, no, no, no. They're getting tougher and tougher and tougher because the audience demands, I think, more of a certain kind of uh, action film. And to keep topping yourself is no mean feat, really. Yeah, and, and not that you're an old guy, but, I mean, does your, does your body feel any different than it did when you were 25? I have a Tylenol body, man. It's, it's, it's buffering Tylenol. I mean, I still can't get over you hanging on Cliffhanger. That was still spectacular. Thank you. So, obviously, you're still in great shape. But I was just wondering if you ever woke up with any aches and pains. Oh, I crawl to work. Sometimes, I swear to you, I cannot get out of bed. It's, a, it's like the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz. No, it's, it's not a pretty sight sometimes. Were you that way in Rocky, though, taking the hits and doing some of that? No, not as much. For some reason, because of the training in Rocky, it was always so fluid, constantly yeah. moving around, that it took a lot. I mean, there'd be some terrible bruises, ribs, whatever, but actual just muscle fatigue. I mean, now the knees start to go, the elbows. It's, it's get, catching up to me soon. Wesley told me that he just didn't, he couldn't do the weights and that kind of stuff. He wants to do his thing and go. He said, you have to really like it. 
to pump up like you and Arnold and uh, others have done. You must really like doing that. It is. I, I find the gym to be more than what it appears to be on the outside. People look at it as a torture chamber, and I suppose in a sense it is. But I look at it as a kind of like institute of discipline. Because, like, for example, we're up there at 6.30 this morning. I don't want to do it, I, but it just keeps me focused a little bit. And then when I do it during a film, uh, it, again, it just reaffirms that, yes, you must be committed, you must do it, and, and it kind of uh, bleeds over into my work. And what about you? What about Sylvester Stallone would you change if, if you could wipe this uh, what, what about you? What habit drives people crazy, drives the women in your life crazy, drives you crazy? Uh, I would have to say... Um, I get manic. I, I have a lot of energy at times, and I tend to be a constant nuisance, if you know what I mean, always joking around, always like prodding, goading the people like crack, especially on the golf course. I mean, I have, it's very long. No one wants to play with me anymore. I mean, I play out there, the crickets leave. It's like, I, hey, you know, you're pretty ugly for a cricket. You know, <laughs> just constantly staying on people. And I, and I like to be teased back. It's just one upsmanship. But I guess it gets on people's nerves after a while. Yeah. You're a lot of fun. I love this movie. Thank I think you. it's great. That's Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, I love him in Tulsa King. I can't get my buddy Ted to watch that either. <laughs> hey. I mean, I don't understand some. I mean, some things that are just obvious, you know, like uh, I, I don't know. Some people don't like orange juice. Some people don't yeah. like. Oh, a wait a second. I some mean, people don't like peanut butter and jelly. I mean, just say. Well, that's true. I, I'm and just I saying. Come on. So, now. Yeah. But yeah, everybody's no. got their own thing. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, but I, I always loved him. I loved. I loved Stallone. I loved. I love the movie. I, I I respect him so much for what he has been able to do. Yeah. Uh, with his writing, with his dreams, how he makes his dreams come true. Uh, he's hardly a perfect guy, but you know these expendable movies. They're that came great. Up in the last they're eight great. or ten years. They're they're like old fashioned, you know, yeah, movies that are just shoot them ups. Now a lot of people don't like that because they are just yeah but you know tough guy but i like chuck norris movies yeah i do too you know stallone is more i think he's there's a lot more to him than some of those chuck norris movies but i like those too in the time but stallone's movies you know the expendable series that's just been almost genius how he got all those people together those are like the uh those movies that used to be with Yul Brenner and Kirk Douglas. Is it wasn't Helen Mirren in in one of those too? Is is or am I thinking of something else? But I mean, I don't even remember. She was in that movie with uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, remember maybe that? I and, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm where they were. Way. That was called Red. Red. That maybe that's that what I'm was thinking about. Red. You know, he was a couple others. Yeah, but he set himself up, Jimmy. I mean, honestly, when he did the first Rocky movie, and I can't remember. I think it was Rocky and Drago. I can't remember, and the whole Adrian thing and the whole you know story of philly and all that when he did that he set himself up for being an underdog and then you always wanted him to win no matter what movie he was doing i mean it was fantastic it was just great at least regular people do yeah i do yeah no doubt ted's listening to us he knows he's not regular i can't help it i think (laughs) yes indeed ted is famous come on he is so against her but he doesn't like ann murray either and he doesn't like Star Wars. Wait a minute. Are you talking about Snowbird and Murray? That one? Yeah, he doesn't like her. Oh, come on. He doesn't like a lot of them. Oh, come on. Ted, come on, Ted. I don't think he likes Elvis. I think we're going to have to have what's called a Ted Talk.
I think, isn't that called, isn't yeah, that something? we need a TED Talk with him to find out all the things <laughs> right, that he exactly. doesn't like and he likes. Exactly. Perfect. Well, Jimmy. Anyway. Uh, great stuff. That's our story, but still alone. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just great stuff. And every week when you tune in to, uh, to this show, Sweeping the Country, you're going to find these great interviews. And if there's somebody you want to hear, you want to hear, see if we've interviewed or if Jimmy's interviewed or whatever, just shoot us a text. You can do that. You can email us, uh, DerekWalkerGmail.com, or go to AskJimmyCarter.com. You can email him right there and say, hey, I'd love to hear this. Did you interview this person? And I'll bet you, nine times out of ten, Jimmy, you've interviewed him. And we'll find it somewhere. And hopefully I've saved it. You know, some yes, things no I didn't kidding. save. No know? kidding. I was pretty good about saving and hauling these tapes around forever than I spent a fortune oh, trying great. to get them digitized. I've worked it's on great that because that was expensive. But uh, I didn't save them all, but I saved a lot. Well, uh, enjoyable as heck getting to know uh, Sylvester Stallone and getting to know all these celebrities one at a time from one of the vault episodes on Sweeping the Country. Until next week, I'm Derek Walker. He is. I'm Jimmy Carter. Good day. Good day.